What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman. Joining me today, and as always, is my co-host and longtime best friend, live from studio. I'm not going to say my apartment number. Live in New York City. You could say your apartment number. No, no, I'm not saying They don't know where the apartment building is. I, I feel like I've posted stuff. People know that I've got a little strippy on the corner. I Remember just, when we were doing a stream in Florida? It was the first time I was ever <laughs> on a live stream, and I gave up the password to your business. Yeah, no one go back and, and watch that footage. Thankfully, no one logged in. Or maybe they did. There wasn't much to find there. Anyways, Abe, what's on your mind? We're live from the stew. We need a nickname for this. Live from the Katie Stew Pack. Um, <laughs> That's not going to What's be on there. my mind? I had an experience today. And it's, uh, it's, it's very specific to New York. And I, I wanted to compile my thoughts while I live in New York for hopefully just the time being. Um, you know how you do stuff in life just by yourself in public and you're like, very embarrassed but at the end of the day no one's looking at you like if you like stumble or you trip okay, over your own yeah, feet yeah. or something like mm -hmm. you feel embarrassed like someone behind you walk on the busy street i have found the embarrassment that trumps all embarrassments at least for me personally when you live in new york there's nothing more embarrassing than being on the subway not holding on to the pole oh, and when yeah. it starts you just like kind of fumble a little bit yeah the failed subway surfer dude it's there's that. it's and, I, and you're talking about like you bang into someone I did today. Yeah. I did today. No, no, no. Okay. I can top you. I can top you. I got to start that, doing planks. My that, core is not there. That happens, but you're on your phone. That's the, that's, that's the, what happens. Yeah. That's the worst part. Also, what are you not on your phone on the subway? Uh, when you're in like a dead cell service. Oh, I'm still faking it. Yeah. So my girlfriend, Hallie, she, uh, she doesn't believe in touching anything on the subway. Of course. So when we're riding the subway, not only does she stumble, but then she yanks me and I, if, if there is ever a split in our relationship, it will be because of an incident on the subway. I don't think if there's ever a split in the relationship, it'll be because of your decision. <laughs> That's probably true, too. All right, let's hop into the pod. First question, why are people scoring so many points in the NBA this season? I'm going to give you some stats to leave with. Scoring in today's NBA is insane. I sent out this tweet in 2011. The Denver Nuggets led the NBA in points per game with 107.5. The Miami Heat are last in the NBA this season with 108.3, so 0.8 points more this year than in 2011, the league leader. So I asked I asked the Twitter fam, why is NBA scoring up so much? I said three options. Players are much better, there's no defense, or people are shooting more threes, which kind of turned into an efficiency conversation. What do you think? Uh, one question before we answer the question. Like, how bored are you as, like, a content creator? Like, like what made you, like, yesterday morning at 11 a.m., when you've just traveled the country for God knows how long, come home and go, you know what? I'm going to look up 2011 <laughs> NBA team. Like, did you see this somewhere else? Obviously. I don't think that's I, obvious. I Obviously. Oh, so I, it's stolen content. A hundred percent, as is like 90% of the stuff we do here. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that. I, I was not looking at the right. 2011 numbers. So if you're looking But at, it was a conversation, right? Like in general, yeah, recently especially when how you much you start an Undersman brand. Like <laughs> this is something you need to concern yourself <laughs> exactly. with. Exactly. In 2011, you're Bezos. <laughs> you're Bezos. I remember when I first started gambling and uh, before it was legal and before there were websites and anything, and I would take photos of a, a website and send it to somebody, whatever. The totals then were like 180. Crazy. It, it was nuts. But back to the question. So if you're looking, NBA scoring is up. Why? Are the players much better? Is there no defense? Are there more threes? Why can't all be right? Oh, they could. But, they could. But I will point to the players being much better. It's like... There's going to be naturally a lot of more scoring when these guys are doing their job as professional basketball players, not part-time professional basketball players and part-time plumbers. Here's where I, I actually disagree that the players are much better. The players today. Stop. What? No, 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 no. Not, I'm not talking era-wise. I'm talking about why is scoring up so much? Because in 2011, LeBron James was still in the league. In 2011, Stephen Curry was still in the league. Now, and I'm even talking like 2018 versus 2023, where scoring's up as well. Damian Lillard has the most 40-point games in his career already, and there's still 20-plus games to go. Scoring is up, and it's the same guys. So I don't buy that it is just because of that. So I actually say, no, it's not because players are much better. That's the only reason scoring's up. I actually think it's the smallest factor. 
You didn't think I'd come prepared like that, did you? What do you, you mean the smallest factor? Like, like of course, players are better. So I, I heard actually Daryl Morey was on a podcast talking about the spacing. Because the players are more athletic, it makes it tougher to guard. But you would think the same would be the equivalent on defense. But I, I think there's less defense in the league today. I think it's, I think it's the beauty of our generation. If you're going to take these three options players are much better no defense more threes i think no defense is less okay so they're I'm, still trying like i didn't want to go down the nerdy route but like analytics have become a huge part of the nba and yeah. what do the analytics say it's like from an efficiency sam i don't know what the fuck they say i can't understand them <laughs> but what essentially what they say is either shoot a three or take a layup correct and and i think that could absolutely be labeled as a factor and i would have it over players are much better because the game is being played at a more efficient rate teams are shooting threes or they're taking layups or dunks but i'm gonna make an argument for no defense right now our generation it's a beautiful generation it's the it's the free thinking it's the everyone can do their own thing it's the you should use your paid time off the fuck the grind type thing (laughs) and it's like we look around and everyone's rich at least in the nba every so the nba players have realized Everyone. Everyone's rich. What the <laughs> fuck happened to but, me? But like you got Jeff Bezos, right? Elon Musk. There's so much money in this world, right? And I think that our generation has realized that the guy across from you isn't necessarily, it doesn't mean that he's taking from you. Do you get what I mean by that? Nope. I mean by if you're going to do well in your job and I'm going to do mine and my, do well in mine, there's still money for both of us and actually a decent amount of money. Not so necessarily. I, I, that's how I feel. Like in the NBA, sure, maybe players are competitive and and PJ Tucker could take a couple million off of uh, Jay Crowder if he has a better season, but they're still both going to get their bread. So I think when you look at the highest level and you're like, all right, would I rather lock in defensively and ruin John Moran's contract or my brother's contract because they're all best friends? Or would I just like, all right, you get 30, I get 30. If we both get 30, are we both getting $120 million a year? I mean, uh, over a four-year deal? Dog, you could average 12, 5, and 5 like Ben Simmons <laughs> to get $150 million but my a point, year. I, it doesn't I, take scoring to get paid in this league. It takes a good agent. Sure, but my point is, I really think it's not a generation of... Uh, if you eat, I can't eat. It's let's both eat. And I think it's I think it's led to a no defense mindset. Dude, you're telling me that no. Who who in the NBA today takes pride in playing defense? Even Giannis, who is the best defender in the league. He doesn't take a lot of people. Who? Name a lot them. of people. Name them. Ben Simmons, PJ Tucker. <laughs> what? Ben Simmons doesn't have pride in anything. That's facts. In literally anything. That. PJ Tucker. Well, what, what does take pride mean? Like in me, take pride means because I guess a lot of people don't, to your point, is to try. Correct. And 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 if someone were to score on you a bunch of times, they would be quote unquote embarrassed or their brand would drop or their stock would drop. Think about how much Jalen Rose gets trolled for getting 81 dropped on his head, right? Who was guarding Donovan Mitchell when he had 71? Who was guarding Devin Booker when he had seven? No one knows because no one cares anymore because it doesn't matter. The only thing that they care about is not playing good defense. It's not getting embarrassed, not getting dunked on, not getting crossed Brand. over. Right. So, so they, they won't go and they won't try to block a shot. I get what you're saying, but you can't attribute scoring being up to just nobody plays defense as opposed to the other two. I, I think that like, it, the answer is analytics. It is like that is the technical answer to this question. I, I would agree so. but Because if you were to bring up these same stats, you could probably answer this question. 2011, how many how many threes per game were teams taking? 2011, how many twos per game right, were right. teams taking? And, and vice versa. You can do uh, heat charts on the court where they were shooting shots from. Like, that'll give you your answer. No, I agree. If you I, I think it's the three Or you pointers. can wait until someone else does that and you can take their content. <laughs> it's probably the three-pointers, number one. And then second is the pace of play. And what I'm sure teams would That's realize is, yeah, playing against an unset defense is much easier. But even the Knicks, even Tom Thibodeau, they're okay giving up 115 points per game. And it's it it's partially a pride thing. And teams just aren't playing defense as yeah. much. Who, who Name a superstar who's a lockdown defender. Besides, Is he, though? Yes. Yes. Is he a great defender in you know retrospect of the league, or he's is he a, a lockdown defender? He's he lock- can't be a lockdown because no one's even running post stuff on him. I'm talking like a guard wing who you who you stick him on, right? It was the uh, the Tony Allen, effect. the Tony Allens of the world. Like you can't name a guy. Marcus, Marcus Smart was the defensive player of the Matisse. year. But is he lockdown? You want to talk about someone? Okay, maybe not lockdown yeah. because I actually do think he's an overrated on ball <laughs> right. defender. 
But, off, but someone that takes no, pride in defense. I'm talking Batiste about. Probably. I'm talking about on, when you genuinely can't do anything fucking else. Right. You have Matisse to. takes pride. But in Ben defense. can't do anything else, and he, you know, he doesn't take pride in. It. But seriously, think about even Marcus Smart last year. How much did we troll Marcus Smart for being the defensive player of the year? Because he, he gets he gets tossed and turned every. And that could be the well, argument. It depends what your definition of lockdown defender is. Like nobody in the league is giving a hundred percent effort guarding one through five on a nightly. Like that just doesn't happen. Why? It's not that deep. Because they don't pay the bread that way. It's not way. that deep. The, the bread man doesn't come around if you're locking. The bread man it. comes around in the NBA. <laughs> he does. All right. Speaking of the bread man, let's move on to a little footy here. Uh, should the Giants pay Saquon or Daniel Jones or both? Or neither. Or neither. I mean, the answer is neither. Obviously. <laughs> the answer is obviously. Let's start off with Saquon. If he wants to take a team-friendly deal, fine. Which, by the way, $12.5 million, if that's team-friendly, you want to be teammates? Like, I'll Dude, be friendly. It, 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 okay, so the rumor is they're offering 12 and a half. He wants more. Obviously, Jack and I have always said you can't pay running backs unless you're a three-down back, which Saquon is. But I think we can throw that out the window at this point. Like, yeah. you just don't pay anybody that plays running back. Um, so if he wants to take $8 million, you restructure three or four times to help the cap signing bonuses. Don't know how that works. Sure. You sign Saquon, but I will say Saquon has been the heart of that offense outside of the torn ACL year since he's come into the league. A lot of miles on that tank. Oh, interesting approach. I thought you were going to go the opposite, which I have think to about pr- the shelf life for a running back. No, no, no. Be, uh, trust me. Trust it. Any running back <laughs> slander, fly, any running back slander flies here, even though we love Austin Eckler. I love Saquon. I like Saquon. Yeah. All our guys actually are running back. So we should probably pick a new angle. But my, my thought process was, all right, he was the only guy. He's also, for being a star in New York... He still is the only guy. Yeah, he still is. As their roster stands right. today. And, and be, for being a star, like he, not a single thing has happened to him in the media. He's handled adversity amazing from injuries, is from doubt. Is this LeBron doubters. or Saquon? Sorry? Is this LeBron or Saquon? <laughs> We're not talking about LeBron James. And, and at every angle of it, it's just like Saquon has been perfect for the Giants. He was their, their horse, this guy. Which is all the more reason why you probably shouldn't. I mean, pay him, he did like go two seasons getting like doing a classic like eighteen carries for fifty five yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah, and and there were games this year, which is why you just don't pay running backs. And it's nothing personal against Saquon. Look, I hope, I pray. Who's the team? Like Carolina, they're like, oh, you know what? McCaffrey made the Niners win nine straight. Maybe if we bring in Saquon, we'll return to our good. Like, I hope he gets 15 Niner, million. The, the Panthers say to themselves, what if we had a guy like McCaffrey? <laughs> right. But I will say this, I and I think it's something for a running back to think about. Go to a situation that's that's fruitful for you, and I think your career can be extended. And so if you say, All right, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get three years forty-five million dollars or four years sixty million. But realistically, by the back half of that, right, Zeke, you're not going to get that last, you know, third or fourth or fifth year. And so, the first half of it is going to inhibit your chances of building a good team around that. Exactly. So that's why I say, like, the discount might make sense. Look at McCaffrey. Like, his stock just rocketed right back up because he was in a top-run offense in the league. They used him properly. And they didn't even have to hammer him. Like, Elijah Mitchell can take carries off him. So I think taking the discount to extend your career makes a lot of sense. It's just, I saw a tweet about Saquon that was like, could he land at these possible places? I don't know if he was linked there or not. Dolphins. mm Eagles, mm. Falcons with Lamar, <laughs> Chicago, and I was like, all right, Falcons, Chicago. The Ravens, I saw one with the Ravens, too. It's saw like, one with the Ravens, you, too. You just, um, but I know it might have been the Bills, and that's what made me think, and I was like, if you're a team like the Bills, and you just find, I don't know, $15 million under the couch, like every move that you're making, if you're the Bills, for the most part, is on the margins. You're not really making any splash moves. Why not? Oh, really? Why not? See, that's, this is the problem. That's my Madden mentality. Yeah, this is the problem. Because it has gone from, all right, don't draft. Don't, Saquon actually is going to be the guy who changes the league for running backs because he's the last one taken in the top five, and there will never be a running back taken in the top five again, no matter what the talent is. I don't know, man. There There's were, always stupid people out there. Bijan Robinson this year, literally three years ago, four years ago, he would have been a top five pick. Now, because teams know he's going to go in the late 20s, and it's still too early. This, we were on this so early. So early. It's not that complicated. Although the window theory kind of got messed up. But think about these running backs, right? Clyde Edwards E. Lair. Because the thought process was all right, they won the I Super Bowl. I think he Bowl, just stinks. But but 
that's why you don't take running backs because it's just a product of the system. Sony right. Michelle, the, the Patriots drafted Sony Michelle over Lamar Jackson. Now, many people say Sony Michelle won the Patriots the Super Bowl, but but he didn't actually do anything on the three one yard carries in the Super Bowl. You can find anyone, and they already have James Cook. You don't th- like the gap between $12 million and James Cook, $12 million that could go to a left tackle, that could go to an interior defensive lineman, that could go to literally anything besides a running back. Isaiah Pacheco got drafted in the sixth round of the NFL draft and was the lead back in this year's Super Bowl. Are you are you losing an ounce of sleep over Miles Sanders departing this season? No, but I lost a lot of sleep over <laughs> Isaiah Pacheco. Exactly. That's what I wanted to bring up. At what point is drafting a running back acceptable? I think I think that depending on Miles the team, Sanders went second round pick fifty three, so that's like in the twenties of the second round. Yeah, so so I'll actually flip what most people would think here. Drafting a running back after the first round probably makes a lot of sense because yeah. you get to hammer them into the ground for four years. But yeah. you should never. There's almost no scenario I can think of where you should re-sign a running back because either they haven't played well, so they're not that expensive, or they played really well and just let them walk. You got to be able to. Let you want to draft someone in the first round that you want to pay. Exactly. And nobody ever the, wants to Actually, the whole point of drafting someone in the first round is so that you get their fifth year, and then you can extend them after that, and you just don't want to do that with the running back. Daniel Jones, thoughts? I My hot take is if you want to keep him, tag him. Tag him. And and see one tag. Yeah, now that we're in studio, we can get physical with each other. Some of these debates. I think we just like, fought once. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, for or, the concept. kissed. Yeah. I don't know about that. So... Daniel Jones, if you want to keep him, if you're one of those Giants fans, and there were many, I t- I was with the Giants fan right before when it was 07, when the, when it was feeling like 07, <laughs> when it was feeling like 07, right? I was with the Giants fan, and every quarterback I brought up, Daniel Jones was better than. He was a top eight quarterback in the league. The way he used his legs, the way he'd been playing, and then they played the Eagles, and the true Daniel Jones, may you please stand up, and he and he surely did. So it's it's no mystery who Daniel Jones is. Now, if you're a Giants fan, you can easily say he was throwing to practice squad guys. So I'll, I'll give him that. He didn't have a tight end. It was just him and Saquon. And the O-line was shaky at best against, you know, one of the fraudulent fronts of, of NFL history. But <laughs> you knew you knew you were going to get shots at some point. Finish your point. But is he a good quarterback? Sure. No. I, I'm fine with that. No. He's a good in today's NFL, he's a top half quarterback, which is insane to think about. Trust me. I saw a list of Matt Castle's rankings. The the bottom half of the league, you don't want any of those guys. So is he a good quarterback that you could I would take Geno Smith over Daniel Jones. But but like definitively at yes. the, eh, like maybe, maybe. But but I think that's a great point you bring up. On Geno Smith. Development can happen at all speeds. We want it to happen quicker. And nine times out of ten, if it takes this long, probably not going to be a good player. But see another year with DJ. See him in Dable's offense year two. See him with weapons. And then make the decision. Now, it might cost you $10 million a year. But it's not as bad as doing four years for 140 Exactly. You just can't lock up the wrong guy unless you've got the, the best GM in football, apparently. So... I, I say let him walk because I think you know what you have. But if you're going to do anything, franchise tag him. The tag actually isn't too expensive. Uh, it's a big cap hit, but it, it's reasonable. The reason you tag him is because Daniel Jones is a bitch. <laughs> like, you're telling me Daniel Jones, look at him as a person and his personality. He's going to hold out? Please. He'll be at their <laughs> OTAs day one. He's showing up to work because he's going to have to earn his next contract this year. He's going to. I spoke to a Giants fan today at work. I was like, what was this Daniel Jones is 45 million a year thing? He was like, yeah, that's just a negotiation tactic, which it is like they're trying to meet somewhere in the middle because God knows he doesn't really deserve anything in my opinion. Right. Like what's the figure for you that even makes sense? 15. Not in today's today's quarterback. I mean, you bring up the quarterbacks who are making 15 million a year. Like it's not many. No so story. would you rather, would you rather, 20 a year guaranteed in the New York market with sponsorships. Not that Daniel Jones is necessarily the most marketable person, or would you rather $30 million a year living in fucking eh, Green Bay, Wisconsin? You're not going to get 10 million in sponsorships unless, unless you become the oh, guy. You know, you know about that? <laughs> I mean, I haven't made 10 million in sponsorships. All right, let's play. Let's play a little. Would you rather straight up one year, one year, not Daniel Jones. Would you rather? Yeah. Daniel Jones or Derek Carr? Derek Carr. 
Daniel Jones or Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Daniel Jones or nine games of Kyler Murray? Nine games of Kyler Murray. Okay, so you're not a believer in Daniel Jones, which is I, that news? No, it's not. I told you during the during the season though. There, you do have to acknowledge there was growth and progression, and he was a better player this year. But I still think we haven't figured out. He's like a, he's like an above average game man. It is the suboptimal decision that you want to or predicament that you want to be in if you're the Giants. Also, historically, a uh, a franchise which within the last ten years has been poverty. Mm. Like you do, you either want a, a definitive yes, or you want to be the Jets, where you're like, this guy fucking sucks, and we can't sign him in Zach Wilson. Once you're in that middle ground, that's where it gets ugly, and that's where I think the franchise tag kicks in. Remember, Kirk Cousins was franchise tagged, Dak Prescott was franchise tagged, Daniel Jones's ceiling, yeah, which he's six feet under right now. Is a Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. It's a really good, inconsistent quarterback that you will never trust to win the big one. See, I don't. In my head, I don't even think that's DJ, all vibes. I that's all even, vibes. Yeah, I don't even think DJ's as good as those two. He's to not. Be I said that's his absolute ceiling. Yeah. But, but with the legs, with the legs, and in today's NFL, we've seen that that has been that's the new NFL. That's why scoring will probably be up in the NFL. It's more efficient offenses. So I go. You don't sign Saquon. You, or as an Eagles fan, I say you sign Saquon and Daniel Jones, you tag him. If he, whatever, oh, well, keep walking. Okay. Because there is a rule that you can only use the tag like every certain amount of time, right? You can only use one tag. Every, how often? Per year. It's one per year? Yeah. I think you might lose it on a quarterback or something. You can tag your quarterback two times in a row. Trust trust me. I I know about the tags. I know. What if they tag Saquon? They could do that. Yeah. They could do that. I mean, that would be dumb. Yeah, I I wouldn't hate it. I rather than do. I that actually think I would like it. Actually, come to think of it, you just fucking run it forty times a game, run them into the ground, and yeah. say, "Enjoy Miami." And let's just be clear on camera. Look at the camera. We like Saquon Barkley. He's a great guy, and I wish nothing but the best for him. Shout but, out for the birthday party invite. But in general, probably not the move. All right. Let's get some rankings going here. Our first in-studio rank. So the first 20 minutes of the pod, probably going to be more sports-based. And then the last 40 minutes will be more... A proper, uh, proper fuck Yeah, exactly. All right. So things that we... What were your ranking today? You tell the people. I don't... I told you, but I was walking around New York City. I'm Jewish. Jack's Jewish, so we don't, we don't partake. Looked around, saw people with uh, ash on their forehead. It's Ash Wednesday, which... Uh, comes with Lent, I believe, which is where you give something up for a month. Like Lent in your pocket? Lent with an uh. E. Um, and you're supposed to give something up for a month. Again, Jack and I, Jewish. No idea what this is about. But since it is the season, we figured we'd rank if we were if we were to partake, which I think you have to be Catholic, Okay. Um, what we would physically be able to give up and be able to do. I think it's 30 days where you have to give something up in your life. It can be whatever. But you have to give something up. Maybe it's repenting for your sins. That's what I have I, to guess. I believe so. Something like that. We just don't eat for a day. Yeah. I do. But much, yeah, me too. It's you don't have to fun. repent if you don't sin. That's what I always say. And you know, Eve, it, thank God you're not uh, Catholic, I guess. All right. So ranking. Things we will give up for Lent if we were not Jewish. Peanut M&M's. Number three. I, I see. All right. I think I eat at least two bags a week. Really? I love peanut M&M's. I mean, peanut M&M's are great. Obviously, here, those aren't going to fly given the allergies and stuff. So I've removed a lot of peanuts and peanut butter from my life, which sucks. Like, when I get on the road, I am, though, I, I am, eat peanut butter. I am a the number one peanut butter slut in the world. I don't think that's true. Probably not, because there was that guy that did the, the hey, Reese's? you want to bite? Oh, no. And remember the content that you and Casey did where you wiped the cheese <laughs> with? He covered his full body in peanut butter. No, no, no. I'm referring to, I was watching a TikTok last night that someone tried every single Reese's peanut butter uh, item. So they had ice cream sandwich. They had uh, like waffles, uh, Reese's cups, uh, uh, coffee. Like they had Hell literally yeah. everything. So I am a peanut butter I've always said it. The greatest big three of all time isn't Steph Clay and and Kate Hayes. Chocolate peanut butter and banana. Interesting. The best the best combination. So, you know what? I'll change it to peanut butter. Okay. I'd give up peanut butter for a month. So peanut butter flavored, peanut butter everything. So I, the way I you're attacking it. this though is saying I love this, and because of that, I'm giving it up so that I repent for my sins. Correct. That's the idea. Okay. That I could, by the way, because I know what your list looks like. 
this is something that I'm actually capable of giving up. Okay. All right. We'll get to that. My approach to this was slightly different. So the, so the third one beauty was carbohydrates. I would use this to just like start a healthier lifestyle or a healthier give diet. Give up peanut butter. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's, it's fattening, but it's also high in protein. I would give up carbs because I've been wanting to give up carbs. Like I had a bagel for lunch today and I've noticed. For lunch? Yeah, when I, like a, you know, a, a sandwich on a bagel. And when I eat carbs, like. Like a, a breakfast sandwich? No, no, it was like chicken, cutlet, bacon. That seems like honey it's hard. That's hard to eat. Uh, it is. A sandwich on a bagel. It was. There's sesame seeds all over the couch. <laughs> so I, whenever I eat gluten, it just like slows me down. I've been trying to stop, but I love carbs. Like, I mean, what beats a good carbohydrate? I could eat carbs for breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. Like I could eat carbs all the time. My girlfriend a few weeks ago was like, what do you want for dinner? I was like, I don't know. I might just order a sandwich. And she was like, you love sandwiches. Like you were just so content with a sandwich. I literally. No <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, every meal I have, like I, I want a carb with it how many okay i know this is uh probably some stolen content that i've seen on tiktok i'm just gonna pull a number out of my ass do you think that you've eaten over three thousand sandwiches in your life three thousand sandwiches 300 how many days, days how many days a year how many days has it been since 1996 <laughs> i mean it, it's nine thousand five hundred do you think on average you've eaten a sandwich every three days of your life. Take out like the first couple years of your life because yeah. you're eating baby food. Right. Okay, and when, when's the first year you eat? 3,000. I don't know what the line is. No, you're probably eating sandwiches like four or five. And then. And I've gotten two sandwiches at Shake Shack before. Two sandwiches. I probably have four sandwiches in a day. Like a breakfast sandwich, a sandwich for lunch, maybe sandwich a dinner, dinner. sandwich, yeah. an ice cream sandwich. Are we counting that? Nah, Are we counting nah, like nah, peanut butter and nah, jelly sandwiches? Not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do I think I've had 3,000 every three days for my entire life? What do you think the number? At Probably least 1,000. Yeah. Oh, for sure. At least 1,000. Oh, Love easy. sandwiches. Yeah. Um, yeah, giving up carbohydrates, kind of a chick move. Okay. So number two would be alcohol. You know my boy Johnny Kidd? Dry January. I'm a, I'm a stan of the yeah. uh, Johnny Studios pod. So I was watching his stuff at the gym, and he said he gave up alcohol. You're a podcast guy at the gym? No, no, no. I was going to say psychopath. I've been recently on the Stairmaster, a YouTube guy, but, you know. Never. Podcast. I can't focus. I have to just look into the distance. Speaking of psychopath <laughs> shit. Psycho. You're like, I can only stare Speaking forever. of psychopath shit. I got a message, a DM on the train ride here from, I forget what his name is. I can look it up after. He was listening to us tr to try and fall asleep last night. That's he, uh, he no. So what? So when, when he messaged me, he was like, "Yo, this is too funny." Like, I yeah, I think she, like I always do. Like yeah, he actually yeah, said yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and he was like, and all of a sudden I hear you scream because it ended at one a.m. <laughs> in reference to the All Star game and how late it started. He's like, I looked at my clock and it was one o five a.m. That is, I was creepy. like, you probably shouldn't listen to Jack and I. Anytime after 11 p.m. Right. It's like everyone's like, you know, all the doctors say, turn your mind off. It's like it, you got to get anxiety listening to this podcast. But nonetheless, I was listening to his stuff and he said, you know, he wanted to give it a try not drinking. He goes into this whole example about how his kids like you would become best friends with whoever you hung out with. But the beginning was always awkward. Not if they're drunk. Well, that's the thing. What do you mean? Being sober around a bunch of drunk people. Well, that's what he's saying. It's uncomfortable, but eventually you just get comfortable doing it because it becomes the norm. Anyways, I did not have a drink this weekend at All Star Weekend, and it was a I don't probably feel, a lot of free beverages available. Oh my god, <laughs> more free beverages than you can imagine. I do not feel any different. I don't feel any better. But I think it would be interesting to go through a, a month or so without. My whoop will tell me that exactly. No free ads. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have always considered doing dry January. And You're it not kinda, like a, it kind of doubles down on like the, you know, giving up your sins to repent for your sins. And by the way, wait, were you about to say I'm not a drinker? You're not a like No, I am. I am. You're like a casual like I would drink a beer on the couch by myself and watch a game yeah, drinker. Yeah. Since not when? not on like a Tuesday night. Yeah, but, no, no, no. But I there was about 4 months ago, which is why it's funny that I've gotten to this point. I was pretty much at a point where I was like, I love a drink. Like, I love... Like a cocktail or a beer? I just love it. I love a casual beer. Yeah. Love. love. Three beers is like my <laughs> secret sauce. 
People say two, but it's three. So you've taken a very interesting route with yours between carbohydrates and alcohol trying to get healthy. Yeah. My number two is I would give up exercise. I thought about that one. Why? I thought that would put me in a really miserable state of mind. And this one is like well, suffering you wanna, you to re- repent for your sins, which we do in our religion. Exactly. We suffer. Why? Just as you using it as an opportunity to like, like go on a diet or something, get fucking yoked. <laughs> Just throw back milkshakes all and then just go on a heavy cut after. Interesting. So you would you would load up or I would just enjoy being fat again. But you could do you could you could load up while also not I actually don't think mentally I couldn't exercise for a month. And my number one, social media, but not Twitter. But not Twitter. Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook. I've seen you've been posting Facebook stories. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, it automatically does Oh, that. convenient. You've been posting stories for a long I time. I don't even have the Facebook app on my phone. Well, you click a button that says send to Facebook. Yeah. You've been uploading Facebook stories and for like a month. And I think people are engaging with that. I am. Yeah. I am showing love. Um, yeah, I draw the line at Twitter. First off, Instagram, toxic wasteland. Just no point for that application. Do I use it every day? Am I still on it? Yes. I, I, but I'm not even enjoying it. Like when you talk about... Uh, TikTok is being like a waste of time and t- and toxic. I too. disagree. You can learn stuff on TikTok. You can, but really, it is like you. Sh- we spend too much time on TikTok. On Instagram, it's like no, I'm not I even spend too much time on Twitter. I'm not even getting value on Instagram. I don't even use Instagram Reels. Like I don't yeah, scroll like it's TikTok. But people do. People do. Like if you use it for that reason, then I guess it's just TikTok. It's like the right. same shit, right? Yeah. yeah There's no different much. features. Um, yeah, I'd give up Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn. Is this a want to only or you want to test if you could do it? Like if you've been wanting to try a social media cleanse? I don't really think. Yeah. I mean, I'm always looking for ways to just like. Better yourself. Yeah. As I slug three beers. <laughs> right. And, and have a peanut butter and, sandwich. And airplay the freaking <laughs> online casino onto my TV. Wait. Have you been doing that? No, we did that in college a lot. Oh, we locked cool. the apartment door and like just would screw screen share onto the like the fake yeah whatever. Okay. Well, um, speaking of that, my number one is gambling. I think there's nothing better to give up than gambling to repent for your sins. Because would you also say there's nothing worse to give up. Oh, obviously. Aren't yeah. you contractually obligated to gamble? <laughs> uh, no, no. We play games of skill and we play games of fantasy, but right, right, right. right. Uh, yeah, it would probably take a minor hit for our business. People love action on stuff, and it's in my it's in my blood. I, I love gambling. I love playing games of skill. Um, and we'll do the people's pick uh, unless in it a was, minute here, but unless it was the summer, I don't actually think you could physically give it up. See, it's funny. I go through stretches. I don't think like, you're addicted. I, I, I think you just fucking love it so much. I do love it, but I would have no problem not gambling. It actually would be nice to not gamble for a period of time. Football season. Now, that would be much harder. Well, Lent doesn't come in football Exactly. Season. Lent comes at a perfect time. But Yom Kippur does. Second half of awful NBA season. Hockey, which I'm definitely not gambling on, except... You were running hockey fat last year after the NFL. You were gambling uh, every nah, night. There's Okay, first of all. You were texting Eagleson at 11 o'clock. No, 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 yo, I need eyes on the Ottawa game. No, Eagleson can can attest to this. It's not a gamble if you take Austin Matthews to score because he's you, going to score. Dude, but you were taking the Sabres first half, first period unders That's and overs. Cap. That is cap. But I will have I my, actually, I don't think you could give up gambling. I could easily give up gambling. During football season. <laughs> I, could, I could do it. Saturdays days. and Sundays? Yeah. I don't even like college football gambling. But you do it? Uh, barely. Every week? <laughs> like barely, though. Like barely the amount of picks. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. Maybe it's five picks and two slips yeah. rather than ten and five. Well, I can't even do, I can't even do pick them here in New York for college. So I, I could give it up. I'm confident that I could. And I, I, would, even, I, would, even, uh, I would even gamble. <laughs> bet you that exactly. I exactly. You can't. You're, you're actually. I, I said you're not addicted. You actually are addicted. I am addicted. I've said that's that's it's how I live. And you my could life. cold turkey. It's how I live my life. Is that I believe skin as, in the game as an, matters. As an addict. No, I'm not an addict. You just said I'm addicted, but you're not an addict. I, it's, I said it's how I live my life. You also said I am addicted. I'm not addicted. I just love it. The same way you love peanut butter and three beers on the couch. You're not an Facts. addict. But you love it. <laughs> All right, let's get into our internet graphic of the week. This one's coming from Basketball Forever. It's an eight-man, and in the theme of All-Star Weekend, we said, all right, you know, how do we make the All-Star Weekend better? How do we make the All-Star Game better? Everyone knows it's king of the court, one-on-one type, type thing. 
So here we've got a matchup of eight of the greatest players, not the eight greatest, because I don't want to debate people in the comment section, but eight of the best players or ISO players maybe of all time. First round, you've got Kobe. Ver Go ahead. I want to add a little context. Is it? Um, 101 to 11, ones and twos. Okay. I just made that up, but it seems like a uh, Make it, take it. Make it, take it. Okay. Okay. All right. In round one, Kobe Bryant versus James Harden. Kevin Durant versus Tracy McGrady, Michael Jordan versus Stephen Curry, and Allen Iverson versus who is that? I can't Kyrie. Say. Kyrie Irving. So no LeBron, no Giannis, no Embiid, no Shaq, no Bigs. It's guards and wings, which I think is a proper way to do this, which we talked about in the last pod. All right, here we go. Round one: Kobe or James Harden? Harden. And Harden. It's, uh, by the way, the graphic has Harden in a Houston jersey. Let's just call that out. Okay. So we're talking fifty a night for a month, James Harden. <laughs> It's James Harden. Like, I'm sorry. Listen, RIP. We don't just give him credit because he's not here anymore. I'm going I'm to give him credit because he's an elite defender. And at the top of the pod, I talked about who wants to play defense. And Kobe was one of those guys. I actually who do think this is all a matter of who gets the like who starts with the ball. No, you would get stops. You're you're under you're in today's NBA thinking that no one can get a stop. You can Against stop Houston James Harden you that year. You can't stop, stop him. Really? Just tell him it's game seven. You're in luck, baby. You're in luck. Tell him it's the playoffs. Tell him we're playing in, in May. I'm going Kobe Bryant. Next matchup, Kevin Durant versus Tracy McGrady. Thanks for coming out, Tracy. <laughs> I, think, I think this is put here for us to be like, guys, do you know how good truly Tracy McGrady yeah. was? 13-33. But like, what, what's he say? Thanks for coming out. What's he say? You know who I am. I'm, I'm Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. Michael Jordan versus Stephen Curry. Now, this is interesting because Steph always fluctuates in his all-time rankings. Michael Jordan fluctuates between one and two. He's one of the greatest, if not the greatest, scorer of all time, although LeBron's not a scorer, but he is the I found a leader. stat. Did you know Michael Jordan is responsible for the worst three-point shooting performance in the contest of all time? Even worse than Kevin Herter? Because yeah. that seems impossible. Yeah, I think Kevin Herter was the worst since Jordan. Yeah, I, I did know that. And they didn't shoot threes back in the day. So Or play basketball. Who are you going with? Steph. They'll have him in a fucking blender. Plumber. Simple as that. Every player from this generation is better than the old generations. Now, not necessarily Michael Jordan, but in a one-on-one -on -one game with Steph running God knows where. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Like, do you think that Killian Hayes is better than all the point guards of 1990? You know, let's play. Again. Do, do you think, do you think Shaq is? 19, do you think Shaq is worse than Brooke Lopez? Do I think Shaq is worse? No, the Shaq's an anomaly. Okay, but Shaq played in this time period. Do you think Allen Iverson is worse than uh, Jalen Brunson? Is Jalen Brunson better than than Allen Iverson? No. Okay, Michael Jordan played against Allen Iverson. And Allen Iverson crossed him up. He crossed him up one time, but he also won multiple championships. Psh. What are, what are you bringing up right here? I'm looking up the 1977-1978 New Orleans Jazz roster. Okay. And, and seeing how many players Killian Hayes is better than. Pete Maravich, there's one. <laughs> you don't mean that. There's John Stockton and Carl Malone it was like one of the best duos we've ever seen, pick and roll-wise. Abe, think about who plays... Do you think that in, in 20 years, people are going to be like, oh, Paul Reed was so fire, or Matisse Thibel, who literally couldn't do anything. No, I think it. every fucking kid's going to look like Vic Victor Wembanyama, and it's yeah. going to be the same thing every 40 years. These, gen these kids, it's nuts. They're made in a lab nowadays. Am I being a hater by taking Steph over MJ? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm still going to do it. Okay. Tell me there's never been upsets in the tournament. There yes. has. All right. Last matchup we're going here. Who is? Oh, Kyrie. Allen Iverson or Kyrie Irving? This is the matchup of the day. This is the matchup of the day. There's no wrong answer here. You've got two of the best point guards, scoring point guards, ball handlers of all time. I see one player in that matchup that crossed up Michael Jordan, your goat, and mm -hmm. one player that has not crossed up Michael Jordan. I'm going to go with Allen Iverson in this one. First off, you have to factor in whatever's going to be going in the news that day if Kyrie will even play. Um, if he wears those moccasin shoes, AI's a baller. You got to factor in if Allen Iverson's going to practice for this, though. Didn't matter. He took a team to the worst team in NBA history to the finals. Is that true? I, I've heard a revisionist history on that being like, well, ah, he maybe, that yeah. team wasn't the worst team of yeah, all time. Yeah. I definitely say half of that because of the Sixers. Of course. Um, but 
in my lifetime, that's the worst team that's ever gone to the finals. I'm going Kyrie Irving here. I think this, if you want to use any example to show that 20 years later, like Kyrie Irving to me is just a better version of Allen Iverson. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's faster, he's a better shooter, he's got just as good handles, he's the best finishing guard I've ever seen. So like, if, if there's anything that could showcase that this generation of players is better than the last, in my opinion, it's actually this. I would say Iverson's faster than Kyrie. Okay, maybe faster, but I'm talking about... Here's the, the issue with this graphic. I'm pretty sure we only agreed on one thing, and yeah. now we have a semifinal matchup. That's okay. In your semifinal, who do you have? Kevin Harden Durant versus Durant. <sighs> I would bet on Harden, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I think Harden would be a, a matchup nightmare here. No, I would just bet on him. Yeah. Because, like, that's my guy. Right. But Kevin I wouldn't because that would be repenting. For well, it sake. depends if it's Lent or not. Right. I would go with, um, yeah, Kevin Durant wins that. Okay. I actually think KD matches up incredibly well with Kobe Bryant because, you know, Kobe Bryant actually mentioned many a times how Kevin Durant was the toughest guard he's ever had and how he was just kind of an alien to him. So we're both in Kevin Durant into the final. I've got Michael Jordan against Kyrie Irving. I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. I think the mid-range game just would be unstoppable. He can score in so many ways, getting to the hoop, high flying, and then the defense. The defense is what's going to separate a lot for me here. I, I, I'm sorry. I need you to look at this, and I know we can't show the fam. This is a 1977. Oh, we can show the fam. You send that link to Eagleson. He'll plop that thing right over top of this, baby. Right, I'm sending it to Eagleson right Eagleson's going to be on his grind on Adobe Premiere all day long. Eagleson, pull up that his... link and go to the 20s. 20- no, it's not right now. Oh, later. It's in post. Okay, so yeah. let me show you. Okay. I just want to... Uh, there's not a specific play. So turn for those, off the audio for it because... I turn I it down. Okay. I'm looking at the 1977 New York Knicks versus New Orleans Jazz. I think the Knicks won this game. Mm. Watch these guys fucking play and tell me that Killian Hayes couldn't cook every single one of them. Dribble, dribble, dribble. Watch, this is my favorite part. Use your left. He's sidestepping, dribbling with his right at the top of the key. Dribbling out five feet That's in front a good of him. set. That's a good pump fake and a good shot. Oh, He missed. <laughs> he bricked that. Look, these guys are dribbling 10 <laughs> feet in front of them. It's just... Dude, it's they're so trash. Un, it's, yes, they are. It's so unfair, though, to do... You have to go air Maybe be born air. another time. Not oh, yet. so now... Oh, so you can't say Jordan's a goat. No, you're, he you're is now, because he's in the... Uh, I've seen Because how, he's late enough. But he's now late it's, enough. it's coming to the... Enough. It went from 70s, Jordan... That's a big gap. It went from Jordan, Jordan, Jordan's go, Jordan's go, Jordan's go. LeBron just kept doing stuff, breaks the all-time scoring record, and now it feels like everyone's like, well, it has to break down by era. It's Kareem's the goat of his era, MJ's the goat <laughs> of his, Russell, and yeah, LeBron's well, the goat of his. I mean, Wilt's the goat, realistically, if you start doing it by era. Russell Westbrook's the goat. Yeah, he is. Um, my, so on the other side, I've got Steph Curry versus Allen Iverson. That would be fun. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um... Iverson's a better defender, but I'm 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 sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna go Steph. That one st- that one feels like whoever has the ball and, and is hot at the moment. Exactly. Like that, that um, so my final is Steph versus KD. I'm going KD. Okay. Kevin Durant versus Michael Jordan. I'll go Kevin Durant. I think we talked about this on the podcast last time. I genuinely think Kevin Durant would be the best one on one player. You know what's funny? You just took KD over MJ, and I bet you if you ask any Hooper NBA player ever. Off the like, take the NBA out of it. What is the clear cut, definitive way to figure out who's better at basketball, me or you? Let's go play one on one. But I've always said that, like, that's the Hooper stuff. Like, yeah, and that means Katie's better than MJ. Maybe he is. In like the eyes of a Hooper, maybe he is. That's the only way to settle it. Like, if if you and I are on the street and you're saying you're better at ball, I'm better at ball. Play one on one. But I'm a trash one on one player. But team ball, I'm I'm that guy. That is me. Yeah. Exactly. That is so me. you understand it. All right. Well, those are ours. So you can argue in the comment section and uh, we'll tell you if, you know, what we think about your opinions. It's time for the people's pick them because we are not celebrating Len. I am not giving and up. We are addicted to <laughs> fantasy games. Yes. Games of skill. We will be doing a people's pick them for Thursday's games. The NBA is officially back. I'm excited because that means Mr. Undersman or Oversman it could be back. My first pick. Jalen Brown, lower, 25 and a half points. This to me, and and I just can't get to a place mentally where I can accept that the number two scorer would ever have a points prop of 25 and a half. Like, that's insane. And I think that this is his first real game with the mask. He played in the Mm. mask. You know, he hadn't played for a few games. He actually played pretty well in the All-Star game. 
There'll be a little more defense in this one against Indiana, plus Jason Tatum riding the high. So 25 and a half is just a lot of points. So I'm going lower on that, my first pick. Let's stick with this game. So I'm not really tapped into NBA right now. I'm still very much in recovery mode. I've mm-hmm. will for a long time. I'm still in my football mind. So it takes a little bit for me to adjust to NBA. So you're going to see a little bit of my football people's pickup mentality in this. My first pick, Jason Tatum, higher than a half a block. That to me is like Tom Brady over two rushing yards. Did you game log it? Did you see? Like, has he got? <laughs> <laughs> Did I game log? Come it? on, the people at home—they—they want to. Let's see. look at yeah, the Jason yeah. Tatum block stats. Yeah, what has JT been been blocking shots? Has he not? Is there a specific player you think he's gonna block? Because like Hal Burton's a tall guard. I just told you my. I'm, but I come ju- prep like the, the I did come prep money. with my reasoning. My reasoning is that I envision it as like a QB rushing yards being four and a half. It could happen on one play. I'm a big one play guy. Okay, so he had a block in the All Star game. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Zero against Detroit, but he was just looking forward to Utah. Right. Then two, two, one, one, zero, one, one. Ooh, block guy. Okay, okay. Block JT, guy. the new. Talk about who doesn't want to play defense. Not Jason Tatum, the new Dikembe. Well, he'll have one block, so I'll stay with it. My second pick, Spider Mitchell, higher than twenty-seven and a half. Who points. do they play? Don't know. Okay. Denver at home, Ooh, big game. I like that. Uh, TNT probably not because no one wants. To, oh. oh, we're in the same game. Oh, in both. Yeah, we got a little oh, correlated. Cool. Johnson, Nick um, Johnson. I'm gonna go Donovan Mitchell because he snapped in the All Star game. I saw him with a quote at Scoop Robinson, B Scoop, whatever his name mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. saying um, we're ready to go for the second half of the year. Kind of just let let a flame <laughs> under my butt. Twenty seven half. I mean, he dropped thirty five in the All Star game. Pace. Wait, yeah, seven seven um, less. That plays. Yeah, I'm going to go Spida. Okay. Over. My final pick, I'm going Michael Porter Jr. Higher than two and a half threes. Why is that? Because I saw a tweet which said Michael Porter Jr. plays in the NBA like he's got a 99 three-point attribute, and I'm controlling him. And have you ever played 2K before as a my player Shoot mode? seven threes a game. Yeah, he's chucking, and he could get up to 10 attempts a game. And he's hit the over two and a half in plenty of his last 10 games. So Dude, his last... Three of his last four games, he had 10, 13, 7, and 12 three points. That's what attacks. I'm looking for. I'm looking for volume. And if you want to talk a little matchup here, the bigs and the best defenders for uh, for Cleveland are obviously Allen and Mobley interior. And if I, Isaac Okoro, maybe he's on MPJ, but I would think he's probably on Jamal Murray. And if not, and he's guarding him, then MPJ's not dribbling and driving because he, he literally can't dribble. So I like MPJ higher than two and a half threes. Hopefully it's a high-scoring one here. Maybe it's a low-scoring one in Boston. And that is the People's Pick'em. To recap, the People's Pick'em for Thursday, February 23rd. Jalen Brown, lower 25 and a half points. Spider Mitchell, higher 27 and a half points. Uh, Jason Tatum, higher half of a block. And Michael Porter Jr., higher two and a half threes. Feel good about that? First one, NBA's first people's pick them for the NBA. No, we've done a Christmas yeah, one before. Yeah, yeah. First one post football season. First one in the stew. Yeah, if we hit with video in the stew, that's kind of like a that's a good sign. In the Stuart Scott, RIP. All right, last segment of the day goes to our cuck of the week. Abe, why don't you take the reins here? My cuck of the week goes to Netflix. Netflix has been doing a good job lately, Jack. You got F1. Breakpoint, the tennis show, the PGA show, which is called Final Shot? Final Swing, maybe? Final Swing. Oh. Full Swing. Oh, okay, okay. Full Swing. One of those. It's awesome. You should check it out. But they're continuing this um, Inside the Sport docu-series where they just follow along the players, and you get a behind-the-scenes access that you've never seen before. They're doing it for the NFL. Mm-hmm. They're doing it for three quarterbacks in the NFL. Do you know who they are? Uh, yes. Patrick so that's Mahomes. my, that's my, okay, that's, okay. that's my Go point. Ahead. Patrick Mahomes, which apparently these quarterbacks have been mic'd up all year. So just stab me in the fucking chest. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and Marcus Mariota. Mm. What do you think the vetting process was to find these three quarterbacks? How do you go from the best quarterback in the league and the other two being Kirk Cousins and Marcus Mariota? Right. It's not even like you're picking entertaining guys. Like you think you they should. gave Mahomes $500 million and then said, ask the rest of them who wants to do it? <laughs> right. Like, for free for publicity. Because they are going to get amazing Yeah, plug it. your grams. Dude, the memes out of this are going to be so Kirk, good. he's going to be so cringe. So cringe. It's like you couldn't have picked, like... Like, who would you pick? Okay, if you could pick three guys, keep the Eagles out of it, because obviously we love Jalen. From just an entertainment aspect. Sure. And it could be starters. It could be bench guy. It could be, uh, you know, 
whoever you want. Quarterbacks, though. Quarterbacks. I know my first guy. First guy, Aaron Rodgers. Not I just absolutely. Not. I need it, it, absolutely. You will hate him. He'll be the villain of the show. But I want. I gotta know what's going on in the day to day for Aaron Rodgers. I don't. I really, really. It's one of the last things. Honestly, my first pick is Lamar. Is it? I think he's just like an entertaining cat. He is. He would be funny. I, I, I like listening to him speak. Um, I'll leave it at that. A second one. Wow, there are a lot of boring ass QBs in this league. Yeah, they're quarterbacks. Um, Probably Russ. Okay. Just, so that's the same reason I went with Rodgers. It's no, like you gotta know what's going no, on. No, I'm I wanna I'm using it for like I I like I like to see the cringe stuff. Yeah. Because it just yeah. like makes me laugh. Yeah. Um Russ two and uh No Wentz? I hate his face. I'm like, whatever. Um hmm. Jimmy? Yeah, I was just looking at Jimmy. No, to look at? probably not, though. So look at uh, maybe whoever the quarterback in Vegas is going to be next year, just because it's Vegas. Any Burrow. any Joe Burrow love for you? No, I, I think the Burrow bit's overplayed. No, I mean, point. he's attractive for sure. But like saying, like thinking he's the coolest guy. Like Jalen Hurts is cooler than Joe Burrow, objectively. Yes or no? Take your hatred of the Eagles out. I'll take my love out of you. I, won't I mean, I don't like the Bengals either. I don't like Burrow either. Sure, I won't even answer. You hate the Eagles more than the Bengals, let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, it's close. Who objectively, from someone that's never watched football before and just observes Jalen Hurts, who's and Joe, cooler, who's, Joe Burrow? Is he? Yeah. Why? Because he he's he's got the throw. He's got I said the, was, you don't watch football. Oh, he's got the swag. He's got the glasses. Jalen's got good fits, but like objectively, Joe Burrow walks. Eagles and post Joe pole. Cool. He's like the new Joe Cool. And Jalen's him. Jalen is him on the football field. He's him. And as a leader, he's not cool though. Jalen, the Jalen Hurts bit is cool right now because they're winning and he, he, it's the underdog story. But the, the underdog is never the guy with the swag. How much you, when we're like in like two or three years, like, I don't know, eight and five or something, yeah. and we lose a at home game. <laughs> right. How much are you going to run with like the, the quotes that he has and just make fun of it? Obviously, I said, if I could, I wanted the Eagles to lose the Super Bowl, number one. But number two was I needed a post-game Jalen Hurts workout, and I just didn't get that opportunity. Um, so, yeah, Cuck of the Week goes for Netflix because that is just a motley crew of quarterbacks. Will I tune in? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually That's might. A bad I year. actually might skip the Super Bowl episode. Yeah. No, I, I understand. The other night when I was sick at a really low point, I turned on the like forty minute NFL films video Oof. of the Super Bowl where it's like everyone's mic'd up. I couldn't get five minutes into it. Yeah. I was just like. <laughs> All right, my cook of the week besides Abe for rooting for a team that lost the Super Bowl is Chosen Anderson, Robbie Anderson. Has changed his name not once, but a, t- a second time here. He went from R-O-B-B-I-E to R-O-B-B-Y Anderson. Why? I don't know. There's, yeah, there's got to be a... Yeah, why? <laughs> no, but he went... <laughs> <laughs> and then he just changed his name to Chosen Anderson. Now, his Instagram name was like Chosen1RA, so I guess Chosen1Robbie Anderson. You can you can come through and change. You can do whatever you want. It's a free society here in America. But you can't be the fifth string wide receiver on the Cardinals. Get traded in the middle of the season from the Carolina Panthers. Contribute absolutely nothing for your team, and then do I'm the chosen one. Like LeBron was the chosen one. He's lived up to expectations. So you can't be in a position. The potential has to be ahead of you. So cock of the week goes to the chosen one. Obviously, I, I want to protect myself here. If it's for some religious, spiritual, whatever reason. There's no religion behind changing a letter in your original name. Exactly. Do you know how much of a hassle changing your name is? Is it? A big hassle. I would imagine. I don't know the logistics behind it, but, but it's you've a, heard. You gotta like, go to court and stuff. Okay. Um, if you want to be Meta World Peace, just try and be Meta. Just say so. Exactly. Like Meta did it first. Some of the greatest name changes were Meta World Peace, Chad Ochocinco. Mm. And I'm trying to think if there were any other. There's got to be others. But those are obviously the definitive top two. But, yeah, maybe that's another thing we should should rank at some point. Athletes who have changed their name. Oh, Kareem changed his name. From Lou Alcindor, yeah. From Lou Alcindor. Uh, Muhammad Ali changed his name. From. uh, This is bad. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll move on. Cassius Clay. Cassius Clay. All right. Andrew Eagleson has joined us on the podcast. Eagleson. With this new setup, like, what are you looking mm-hmm. for here? Are you looking for a couple? Are you jealous? 
Are you looking for a couple a couple minutes? You just want <laughs> no, a singular whoa, 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 minute? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, not with what the puck. Just in general. Like, do you want to be part of it? Do you want? Yeah. Are you jealous? Get a green card. I mean, like honestly, yeah. Like, I feel like I, I should have a seat a seat with you guys. So I am a little bit jealous. I'd like a bit more time, but other than that, I mean, the vibes have been good. So I, I can't really complain. Okay, we appreciate that. Yeah. You on on your end, feels feels better, worse than the online. What does? I was asking if it feels better. Oh, yeah, worse. much better. You can just feel the flow yeah, of the no, conversation. Yeah, no, Jack's not the one yeah. who has to take a 25-minute subway back, so he loves it. Oh, um, oh do you want to pay the rent? We can, <laughs> we can swap. In this estate? <laughs> we can swap. In this estate? You want to go live in my apartment? I'll oh, here. boy. All right, we're falling apart here. <laughs> All you have to do is stay here. You just don't have to go on a plane every three days, and you're happy, happy healthy here. All right. You ready, right, Eagleson? What the puck? Big yep. trade went down, do so let it happen. We got three, two, one. All right, so not even 24 hours after I claimed Ryan O'Reilly might be tailing off or maybe an overrated piece in that trade, he made me eat my words and scored a hat trick on the road like it was nothing against a team we've struggled against on the road for some reason in Buffalo. Um, Also at risk at sounding even more like an idiot as I did last time, this team has scarred me in some ways, so I feel like I have a little bit of an excuse here. He was playing on a very good line with Marner and Tavares. Marner, who has been on a tear lately, five points in that game, so... I feel like I'd put a little more of that onto Marner, but regardless. Um, in other news, McCherry Picker hit 800 points in 545 games, which everyone made a huge deal about. Wayne Gretzky did it in 352, so no big deal. Peter Stastny, who I'm sure, I'm guessing the majority of you haven't even heard about, he did it in even fewer games than that. So honestly, it, it doesn't really matter. Not sure why we're bringing up McDavid this much. Um, I'll go over to the West because I feel like they've been neglected in the what the pucks a little bit. The Vegas Golden Knights on top of their division, and they haven't got that much love, so I feel like I'd give that to them. Also, the Seattle Kraken. Shut up. I feel bad that we're going to wake up your homie who's listening to us. He was thankful. He said, I I slept great. Oh, all right. Good to know. Uh, It was wet, too. (laughs) Mick Cherry Picker is an incredible nickname. And yeah, your words were really eaten. How many games are left and the deadline's still going on, right? Yep. I think we got another another week, another two weeks before the deadline. Okay. Usually it's the middle of March. And you still feel good about the Leafs winning the the cup this year, hoisting it? I I'd like them to add another defenseman. That that that's the one thing. I like what they did with the guy. I, I like what they did with O'Reilly. I think the, the team's deep, like to the fourth you line now. Nolachari, he's the other guy who came over in that. Yeah, yeah. You can't, I, you can't change up like that. But what, what do you mean? Every yeah. how about this? Every time that he scores through the end of the season mm-hmm. as punishment for being a hater, you have to post on the Snapback Sports podcast Instagram going, "Oh, okay. oh, oh, O'Reilly oh scored a cock. goal." Yeah, you can you can change it up, but that's the theme song, okay? So that that is okay. locked in. Every time he scores for the rest of the season, you have to post to the IG store. And if he scores three times, okay. you have to do it three times oh, back to back. Of course, of course. Three three times in a row like yeah. that. I, you know, you know what I was that, thinking? I'm looking fair. at the NHL standings for whatever reason right now. The reason mm-hmm. why NFL NHL stinks is fucking confusing. It is a little confusing. I'm looking at the standings oh. right now. And there's four Are you saying that when the NBA you, has their fucking play-in tournament, and that like that's not confusing? For no, but that's pretty simple. No, but but to I'm be saying, fair, if you looked at the NBA divisions, you'd be like, "What's going on here?" Right? They're but look, look at the difference. You can cl- you can go to NBA I know, and I click know, playoffs, and it shows you yeah. a line definitively where the playoff cutoff is. You look can you can right do now, that. Jackson, the, you can do the same no, thing no, for the NHL. Go hit hit wild card on the NHL standings, and it'll show you the exact same way you're talking about. Okay, I hit. Wild card on the standings. So yeah. six teams make it from the east and the west, or eight? Eight. Then, then the wild cards. So the top then three the two teams make cards. it in each division. Yes. Correct. And then the fourth place team in each of the... No, no, no. then it's a free-for-all. Then yeah, the then it's a free-for-all for any that. team could get the wild card after that. It's confusing as shit. <laughs> not I mean, really, but... It's not confusing, <laughs> but... Abe is smarter than the average male in America or in Canada. So cap of the week. <laughs> so cap if it's confusing <laughs> for him, then the NHL should look to simplify it so it can bring. Just do more a Netflix that, documentary. That, that is true. You know how many times people have was... had problems with with how the NHL does their playoffs. So you're, you're not the first one to say that. I will say, if you're a golf hardo and you watch the PGA show, um, 
you're probably going to get a, you're annoyed with by how much they try and mansplain golf to you. Really? How they much how much they say, well, at the end of the weekend, half the field gets cut and that's called the cut. Wait, it's half the field? <laughs> no, it's not. It's like 60 players make it or something. Um, maybe they should only, do a better job. You only make way. money if you play if you make the cut. Really? Yeah, they they mansplain a lot of golf. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, Eagleson, let's get your final thoughts. You see this little poster behind me, Abe? Can you guys see what that is? Is it the Kawhi shot? It's the Kawhi shot. Dude, you think I can be hurt after what happened eight day, ten days ago, nine days ago? Oh, like when your team lost the Super Bowl? Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just like another thing adding to it. it. Made me feel a little bit better about myself. I was gonna ask if you can even like fathom the way that I'm feeling right now. And it's actually I, like I can't. That's why. That's why I feel okay doing it's, yeah, this. Yeah, it's actually easy for you to make fun of it because you're like, oh, I'll never do exactly. That anyway. What does it matter? <laughs> Whereas Jack like can kind of. I mean, I know the Ravens have never lost a Super Bowl, but like you've played in big games and been a, been hurt before. Yeah. Not at the, you, you can go yeah, back yeah, at him the, with that stuff. The kind of, the kind of miss the Evans drop and the kind of miss is like okay if we make those plays, we're in the Super Bowl. And it did know. any of them ever leave you to clinical depression? I was too young. This is the problem with with growing up and maturing is like you, you take the sport more seriously. You feel it more. Like I even say winning the Super Bowl at 15 years old, 16, whatever I was like, I didn't, you know, really. Get I, mean, yeah, I was same. a senior in college. Right. You were you're in it. And it's it's unforgettable. I've been in it for both. Yeah, you've been for in both. it. You've been and in it. one of them was the greatest time of my life. And the other is making me leave Jack's apartment and go pick up my Zoloft prescription. <laughs> All right, fam. We will be back on Monday. We'll be out of the stew, unfortunately. We got one stew session, but I'm, Why, Jack? Uh, I'm headed on vacation. But Jack, mm. aren't you always on vacation? You're always traveling. No, no. That's for work. This is vacation. So no one ring my line except if it's a Riverside invite and we can rip a podcast episode. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, Snapback Sports Podcast, on TikTok, Snapback Sports Podcast, on Instagram, Snapback Sports Podcast. Anything else? Yeah, also make sure while Jack's on vacation, if the Ravens happen to franchise tag Lamar, <laughs> just keep DMing him, tag your it, tag your it, tag your it. <laughs> Stand back fam. Much love. Peace.